You've got it tuned to the rendezvous. Bonjour, bonsoir, welcome to the rendezvous. I'm Simon Marcel. The accent is French, straight from Paris. Uh, I just want to say something about a podcast I just did. There is a, a, a colleague of mine, what I call the king of GCI, Leon Rogers, also comedian. He was in the house. We did my podcast, La Confession, together about happy wife, happy life. You don't want to miss it. It's a lot of fun. You may agree, don't agree. You check it out at Our Heart Radio app. And then you can even uh, vote on my social media, therendezvousshow.com. There's a question at the end. You know what? I'm in a mood for a love story now. So if you have one, call me. 855-905-8255. You have experienced love? Share it with me on The Rendezvous. Dial in right now. 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Liane. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Liane. Welcome to The Rendezvous. I know you have a romantic story to share with me tonight. I do have one. Mm -hmm. Um... I, I'm so in love with this guy. I'm in Chicago for a conference. I'm at the Nike store. I'm looking for a pair of new boots. And the guy um, helps me with the boots. And I don't like the boots. And next thing you know, I'm getting dressed in things I don't even wear, like sweatpants and <laughs> Nike hoodies. And um, on my way out, he, you know, we're having a conversation throughout. And he's like, that really looks gorgeous on you. I'm oh. like, thank you so much. Next thing you know, we're talking about our careers, and he asked me for my contact information. And I asked him, like, do you want my email or do you want my phone number? And he was like, um, whichever. And I was like, oh, you're really going to email me? And he was like, I'll take your number. <laughs> so he takes my number. <laughs> and I'm only in Chicago for um, a little while uh -huh. for a conference for work. I go back to my hotel room. He's texting me. We're texting back and forth. Next thing you know, we're going out to dinner that night. And, you know, he picked up the tab, and we're walking around downtown Chicago, mm -hmm. and it was amazing. There were fireworks, and it was just so beautiful. And after that, I invited him back to my hotel room, Ooh. and I hoped that he get a little steam. And so we get there, and he's just looking into my eyes. I'm looking into his, and I for sure knew it was love at first sight. And so we started making out again, and we both decided that we would stop. And we decided that, you know, it wasn't something we wanted to move forward with, but I wanted him to stay the night with me. And so we decided to actually go into meditation about it. Wow. Um, yeah, we went into meditation about it. We spent the night together. It was nothing sexual, but he did hold me all night. And ever since then, we've been totally in love. Um, he's like my best friend. We've been together for over a year. Wow. And What a story. I know, and I'm just so in love with him. He's just so fabulous. And I can hear it in your voice. I mean, that's a, <laughs> that's a beautiful story. Thank you so much. Thank you, Leanne. I'm happy Thank for your you, happiness. You made, you made my joy of life and my joie de vivre go up tonight just with that story. Yes. <laughs> yes. All right. Thank you so much, and, and congrats yeah, to both of you. Yeah. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. I got to go to my email because I have a date or dumb question. That's next. If you have a date or dumb question, but you can't call me, just email it to me at therendezvousshow.com. Trish, what is the uh, date or dumb question tonight? Okay, so this date or dumb question is from Maria that says, Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Maria. I've been dating this guy for almost three months now, and I've noticed that he talks about how much he hates his ex a lot. Mm. Mm -hmm. I guess she cheated on him and lied to him during their relationship, and I understand that he would be upset about it, But they broke up almost a year ago, and he's still talking about it. It makes me worried that he's not over her. Do you think I should date him or dump him? 
Maria, that's a great question. Should you stay with somebody if they constantly talk about how much they hate their ex? I'll answer that next. If you've been dating somebody new for three months and they still talk about how much they hate their ex, would you date them more or dump them? That's the question Maria sent me at therendezvousshow.com. Maria, the answer on this one is a bit mixed because um, you can give him a chance to let him express his anger. Obviously, he's not over her completely, but he's not over her, not because he want to be with her, because she betrayed him. He still has feelings for her. People don't change in a minute. It doesn't mean he's going to cheat on you. It just means he still have feelings, negative feelings for her. So you can stay with him or um, you can decide that's enough. The answer in this one, you have it. It's your intuition. So when you decide to stay or not stay, put it on the paper. Stay or not stay, the reasons and make your choice based on your intuition. That's my advice for you, Maria. Follow the intuition. Uh, you call the next, 855-905-8255. 855-905-8255. You have a question for me, call me. Bonjour, Bethany. Bonjour. Welcome to the rendezvous. What's going on? How can I help you? Okay, so um, my boyfriend, he, his friend actually just got a job at a publishing company. And so my boyfriend always wanted to write a novel. And now that his friend is promising him that if he writes his novel, uh-huh. his friend can make it work out so that it gets published. Um, my boyfriend is spending all of this time after work working on this novel. like, And he's not spending any time with me. And I told him that I'm against it. I told him he shouldn't be spending so much of his time um, working on this. That he should give me attention, too, because I, I feel lonely a lot of the time. Sure. Um, yeah, and he's, he's telling me that I'm just not a creative person, that I'm not supporting his endeavors and all of his dreams. They're finally becoming a reality, and I'm not there to support him. And I just don't know how to come across as supportive, but also show him that all of this time he's spending on his novel is just taking away from time that he could spend with me. So, no, that's that's a great question, Bethany. When you say, and just so I understand, he doesn't spend any more time at all? So it's like you don't see him at all or you see him 20% of the time? Just what's the exact timing of right. this? Right. Well, he comes home from work in the evening and then he goes and sits down at his desk and he's writing and then rereading and proofreading. And it goes all the way until I want to go to bed at night. And he's still going at it. Okay. I think that uh, for all the artists out there, they need their time alone. That's true. They do. So I like your argument. Right now, when he writes the book, maybe you'll get less time. But sometimes, so he has to show you attention. I agree with you. But less time because he's creating. And then afterwards, it's like giving birth almost for the people who create stuff. Yeah. Like, right? And then once the baby is born, once the book is, is written, then I think he should give you a lot of time and a lot of attention. That seems to me the right way to do it. Okay, so I should be waiting and just not really be patient to him right now. Think of him as if he's like pregnant, like he's creating this book. It's like he's yeah, right. And so be patient, compromise, and then afterwards, then he should give you way more attention. Well, see, I'm just worried because his friend keeps promising him that now we can get this book published, but I don't even believe his friend. You know, I I don't want my boyfriend to get his hopes up. That's 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 write this and then it not work out. No, no, have faith in your boyfriend. Uh, That you have to show faith. If it doesn't work out, it's okay. Failure is okay, but he's tried. So keep. Don't even say that ever again. I understand you miss him, but I want you to be supportive. That's how you know love, proof of love. He needs your support. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I know it's hard. hard. Yeah, but I'm trying to keep you guys together, not to help you separate. That's why. Yeah, thank you. All right. So, Bethany, good luck to you and be patient. Okay, thank you. Have a good night. Bye-bye. Bye. I totally mean it. 
you have to know how to be supportive, rain or shines in your relationship. Let's talk about that next. When you are in a relationship or if you're married, what are the ways that you show your partner you are supportive, right? What are the ways? I, I can think of a few. Listen, right? Able to listen to your partner. Pay attention. So good days, bad days. Is my partner okay? Checking out during the day, you know, is everything okay? Having a good day. Short but sweet. Uh, don't forget birthday. Don't forget anniversary. Shows that you care. Uh, of course, when your partner is, is here, be there, supportive. Those are the expression of love, really. And that requires us to be second. For that time when your partner needs you, you go on the second. You're here to support like a coach. You're supportive. Rain or shines. I have a story I want to share with you next about how I have supported someone at a time of my life. I don't know how you showed support to your partners. There's so many ways. Here's a story, a true story of what I did for a wonderful girl I was dating, Jennifer, back when I was in my 20s. She was in Paris and she was really sick. She had a kidney stone, but I didn't know that. So she woke up in the middle of the night. So I was very panicking because I could see she was white like a paper page. And I took her to the hospital and um, she couldn't speak French. So I helped her through all the whole process and all that. She can go straight to the right doctor. And I stayed with her and she was so like crying in pain, all this. And I tried to make her laugh, even imitating E.T., the extraterrestrial. I don't know what I'd done. Many funny things. And I stayed with her and came back to see her every day. And she was the priority in my life. So I, you know, show support like this. And she still thanked me for about that time when she had this kidney stone. So, you know, no love without proof of love. Being supporting is showing love. You call that next, 855-905-8255. 855-905-8255. Any question about your relationship, call me right now. Bonjour, Jen. Bonjour, Simon. How are you? Good. Welcome to the rendezvous. How can I help you tonight? Thank you so much. So I am really excited because I'm engaged. Congrats. And we're getting married in May. Congratulations. Um, Thank you so much. Yes, I am really happy, and we, we truly are so in love. But the biggest thing that I've been having an issue with is I feel like I've been doing a lot more of the planning and the work and, like, cutting invitations and stuff more than my fiancé. Okay. And I'm having trouble telling him this without sounding like his mom and nagging him. I see. Just out of curiosity, have you already talked about it with him? I mean, I've kind of mentioned, hey, you know, you said you'd do this and it's a couple days late and then he feels like I'm attacking. <laughs> do you think he's at least not really interested in the details? Like it's a guy that is like details of the wedding is not his thing? I think that his issue is that he's a procrastinator, which is fine, but we're getting married in less than six months yeah. and we can't really procrastinate. So exactly. So I would not be too worried because that's reality. When it's reality, you have to deal with it. So the way to avoid the mom tone is uh, the way you ask the questions and you, you say to him, help me out, right? Instead of telling him to do something, you said, help me do this, help me do that, help us. Use that. You say, I need you. Don't let me down. I, you know, I need your help. Because us guys, when we hear, I need your help, there's something in us that wakes up and makes us want to help you and be supportive and protective. So remember that. Help me. Don't let me down, okay? Yeah, I'm, you know, that's a really good way of putting it, for sure. It works on me every time, so that's how I know that. <laughs> that's the truth. All right, Jen. So congratulations again, and uh, I hope he helps you get to uh, all the wedding details ready. Thank you, Simon. I love your show. Thank you so much, and have a good night. 
I got to go to my Twitter account. I've got a married woman who has a problem with her husband. I'm going to help her next. So stay with me. If you have a question but you can't call me, you can always also tweet me your question at Rendezvous Radio. Trisha, what's this tweet tonight? All right. So this Twitter DM says, Bonjour, Simon. My husband goes to lunch with the same woman that he works with at least a few times a week. Uh Just the two of them. He's never cheated before and I have no reason to think that something is going on. But I feel like the one-on-one lunches aren't really appropriate. How do I tell him that I want him to stop without seeming like a jealous, insecure wife? That's a great question. If you worry about your partner having lunch with somebody often at work, how do you tell them? That's next. What would you say to your partner if they started at work to have lunch with somebody regularly, right? How do you say it without sounding insecure? That's the DM I got on my Twitter account at Rendezvous Radio. Here's the thing. Before you say anything, you have to sit down with your partner and say, hey, what's going on? You're having lunch with that person. Uh, I'm okay with it, but tell me why and tell me the reasons why you go twice or three times a week. That's a bit much. And then I would like you to listen to your intuition when he says or she says the story. If you feel it's a good story and valid, let it go. If you feel it's shaky and not honest, then you need to talk a lot more about it. So it's all or nothing. Yes, it's no big deal because you feel everything is good or you feel everything is off. And then you guys need to figure out what's happening. It's not about the lunch. It's what's missing between two of you. And then you guys can figure it out. Uh, You call the next 855-905-8255. 855-905-8255. You have a question for me? Call me right now. Aria, bonjour. Bonjour. How are you? I am good. What is going on? Um, so I recently was in a relationship and I was getting to this point where I was just so unhappy and I was about to break it off. But then they broke it off with me before I did. And they said, please don't message me or call to try to salvage this. Um, but they have my, some of my furniture at their house, but I also don't want to call him or talk to him or email. So oh. I'm asking for your suggestion. Okay, that's cool. So uh, basically, you need to get your furniture back, right? I mean, that's, they're yours? Yeah. Okay, so just not being too practical, do you have any receipts that, if necessary, you can show you paid for these furnitures? No, they were my mom's. They're antiques. Hmm. Okay. All right, we're going to hope that he's, uh, he's, he's uh, I would say, a fair man. And, and um, have you ever asked for the furnitures back? Has that ever happened before you called me tonight? No, I haven't. I've been silent because I've had so much in my life things happening that sure. I haven't had time to handle it. So I would do two things. I would still send him first a quick text, say, hey, I'm just calling because I need to pick up my furnitures. When would be a good time and a good day? Uh, uh-huh. You give him a week to answer. If he doesn't answer, then you need to uh, write him an email a little bit more serious. I mean, it's a legal thing at the end. So uh, you say, listen, I need to pick up my furniture. They're my moms and all this. So I don't want to involve a lawyer. Just do me a favor. Let me day a day in time. And then we can just find a way not to see each other at all. I promise, you know, to be respectful. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, you know, if he still doesn't answer, well, then I guess the last resort is to see a lawyer and you have to get uh a court order to get your furnitures back. So that's the three steps. I hope he's a gentleman and he will say yes and just you guys can arrange a third, maybe a friend of yours and his to be there. He's not there and and then just, you know, so you send a truck or something or a couple of friends to pick it up. That's my hope. Okay. All right. Okay, that's great advice. Thank you so much, Simon. 
You're most welcome, Maria. Anytime. Thank you. Good luck to you and have a good night. Thank you. You too. More rendezvous next. Bonsoir, Simon Marcel. Thank you for listening to my show tonight. Thank you for staying with me and participating with your love story, with your questions. Thank you for trusting me. I also want to shout out to my producers and friends, Jill, Trisha, and Adam. Thank you for preparing this show and making it what it is. This is a teamwork. You have no idea. We have a great team here at The Rendezvous. I want to finish this with a little poll. The question I put on my Twitter account at Rendezvous Radio for you was, would you ever pursue someone who's taken 83% 83% of you said, no way. Still, 17% said, yes, I would. I don't know if you voted yes or no, but that's the result of the poll. Please always check out my social media, therendezvousshow.com. There's always great polls, great pictures, great videos of the show, therendezvousshow.com. I'll be back tomorrow. Until then, bonne nuit les petits. The Rendezvous Show.